in five, four, three, two, one, go. We are not catfishing cornbread. This, this is, is catfishing, catfishing cornbread. Oh, happy day, Clay. Oh, happy day. You go. You got to get some rhythm. Oh, happy. Come on, man. You have definitely have to get Dude, some you, rhythm. You talk jungle. You know I'm a very musical person. Did you know that? I, I have never, and you can go back and do all the research from all of our podcasts. I've never questioned your musical abilities well, you said or rhythm. inabilities. I said you needed to get some rhythm, but well, I never said you weren't musically inclined. Would rhythm I not be a part of the musical inclination? and or move. But if you can play an instrument, you, like, you look like you play a banjo. <laughs> in the bluegrass band, I cannot play a banjo, but I can. But but what I'm saying is, rhythm is part of uh, musicality. I would say. Okay. Well, if you don't have any. You don't have any rhythm. Oh yeah. That's what I'll say. <sighs> I was going to share something with you if I can find it. I walked out and forgot my phone. Oh, so that's going to change. I got it. So I, Brooks Walter. He loves the shout out. He's right. a, he's an avid listener to our podcast, and every now and then he'll reach out just to say, you know, can't wait to check out the new podcast, or I enjoyed this. What you know, whatever he he gives great feedback. Um, so the other day he said <laughs> he said get Clay to check the talk time on the crafty communication. No. Laughing out loud. Uh, yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt. There's no doubt that one was. So I thought that was funny. Thank you, Brooks. I think via the title there, Mr. Valder, too, we also can understand that that was uh, my my chance to. And I appreciate you. You, uh, you don't have to. Everyone knows you don't have to defend yourself. It was just a funny joke. Yeah, I don't know, I'm laughing. Ha ha ha. I, um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I, I I agree. Yeah, that was not a good one for. Uh, <laughs> not a good step in the old equality <laughs> category, I'd say. It was not. not but at um. All. You know, if uh, I will say this, if anybody um, sends an email to you, 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 you grossly disagree with uh, their interpretation and you think their interpretation is dangerous, I will gladly sit over here and just let you rant. And I appreciate you for letting me do that as well because I needed that one. Maybe. Have we heard anything back? No, we haven't. Mm. Um, but that's not to say that we won't. Oh, or yeah, anything like that. Maybe people like they need to take a moment oh, to be yeah, rational right. before they so, decide yeah. how they're going to respond to anyone, you in this case. Well, I think that that would have been more important the first time uh, to be rational. Maybe they felt like they did the first time. You yeah. just would disagree. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that's fine. You are, I definitely would. You can disagree if Absolutely. you'd like. Um, well, so I wanted to share this. I think you are aware. Actually, we talked about this. Uh, well, you called me. Last Wednesday, you know, I participated in the um, Black Lives Matter protest here in Anderson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I you weren't the only person to call me. Um, and just basically the message was the same from the people, my white friends who called me. Uh, <laughs> no white folk. Oh, whitey. Yes. Uh, and the message was, 
we know you're probably going to the protest or if you're going to the protest, please be safe. Um, let me know. Check in with me. I think Amber even would text me about every 10 minutes. It seems <laughs> like, right. how's it there? How's it going? Are you okay? Good? Yeah. You Do know. they have donuts? <laughs> they did it, but the Salvation Army was out there with free snacks. I mm-hmm. um, thought that was nice too. Um, but uh, the protest was peaceful. It was great. Um, it was moving uh, and touching in a lot of different areas. One of the things that stood out to me the most personally, mm-hmm. I think I shared this with you, is that another one of my friends that I used to work with, well, starting next school year, we'll still we'll be working together again. He also called me probably about right after I had the phone with you and said the same thing. J.A., mm-hmm. be careful. Let me know that you're safe when it's over. Blah, 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 blah. So it's like, okay, thank you. You know. Then five minutes later, I probably just parked my car. He says, Chevalier, I can't call you and tell you to be careful and that I love you and claim that you're my brother and one of my best friends if I can't stand with you. So I'm on my way. And I thought, at first I was like, are you for real? Like on your way? He was like, yeah, I'm on my way. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to walk, march. And stand with you. And for me, like personally for me, that spoke volumes mm-hmm. to not just our friendship, but I just kind of felt like he was taking action. So I think a lot of people like talk about it. And I know people have their own fears because of the media. Yeah. Um, show other cities where protests hadn't been so peaceful. Yeah. Uh, so I can understand why. Mm-hmm a white person or really anybody would be hesitant to go. I get it. But what I did say to him, because he said to me, like, you don't seem to be worried about anything. I was like, well, I'm not. And really it's because I strongly believe that I do have a great gift or spirit of discernment. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm uneasy about something I'm getting ready to do, if I have a bad feeling about it, then generally I can make an adjustment. So if I, thought for a second I never did um, and I, I think it definitely comes from my quiet time for sure if I thought for a small second that the protest wouldn't have been peaceful in Anderson I probably would have driven to my mom's house or to a friend's house maybe even to your house <laughs> um, because you know I live in the heart of downtown yeah, that's- so I wouldn't want to um, put my life in harm's way or if if I thought it would turn into something violent um but i never once thought that at all and it didn't even cross my mind and i was so ecstatic to pull it you know my parking lot is like a real big parking lot mm-hmm. obviously where i park there was like it was like 4 30 yeah and i thought if people are going to work out where the place that i work out um they didn't have a place to park. They did not have a place yeah. to park. So it was it was great. I was proud of the community. Um, and I was actually even, you know, during this particular storm that we're in, and when we talk about Black Lives Matter and mm-hmm. police brutality, I was very proud of the Anderson County and city police officers. Their presence were definitely known that they were there. But more importantly, for me, like they actively participated. Mm -hmm. So even if they were were told to stand guard on the street corner, when you walked by, like they would do the chant or they would take a knee um, if they could, given obviously they're working. So within reason. But I was was extremely touched by that. Mm -hmm. Um, And both the sheriff, 
and the chief spoke and they both said like we do not stand for this um you know we completely want justice to be served for george floyd's family because what happened was completely wrong yeah um so i i say all that to say this and this is kind of like i guess my story for today um it was a peaceful protest i appreciated the people who came out and even the people who called and me in support or sent me a text message. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I told you this too. I, my former students um, were there and walked with me. That was like yeah, almost indescribable. Like I was probably grinning from ear to ear just because it, it was the black students and the white students. And it, you know, it was, yeah. it was just really, it was just a great day of protesting. Um, and I was just very like proud. Yeah. I was proud to be a part of a peaceful, strong, bold protest where I felt like people, and I still feel this way today, that everyone um, is seeking or looking for change in a positive direction. Yeah, um, well, I so, agree. I don't so think I, there's anybody. Great. I think that's one of the, if I had to discuss one of the problems that, I believe is one of the bigger issues with these things. It's not that I don't think everybody wants change. I think everybody's probably intentions are, are, are pure or somewhat pure, but it's uh, how that how that change is appropriately enacted. And that's what worries me sometimes about the protests because the one thing, and when I called you, what I was worried about, uh, like I told you, was not necessarily the protest per se. It was the reaction to uh, me growing up around this area and understanding some of the things that's around um, – I didn't want a few idiots to come out there and spoil something that was trying to be good. And the fact that you do see um, what you see. Well, you kind of see what you see on the news. I think like some of the things have tried to cover up how bad it's been in certain spots. But um, and, and they call that protesting, and I don't. I call that rioting. Well, you know, the Anderson Independent, bless his heart, because he caught a lot of well-deserved grief from this. He, the photographer, and I guess he's probably the writer too, the journalist, posted a picture of a group of black people talking to police to police officers in Anderson but he his caption was something to the effect of things get escalated at the Anderson um, protest which was completely false you know yeah. and people like called him out on that like people started sharing the Facebook post and just was saying like this is not true like these things didn't happen and you know he had to answer to that and I think his response was, because y'all don't see the bigger picture here. This is for a story. And they're just like, we it's understand like, your job, but like, this is just a lie. It's almost like somebody saying fake news, huh? Right. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what it was, which is, you know, bless his, he's probably, and I'm not even going to say it because it will be me being judgmental. Well, that's good not to be judgmental, but you feel free. I mean, he probably just needs some friends. The Anderson guy? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I imagine that he's a nerd. Without friends. There are, there are nerds with friends. So let me. <laughs> I need to tread lightly here. Um, I don't know about the Anderson guy. I, do I, know this, um, that, um, I would say pointing to a larger um, critique of old print journalism. You realize, like, um, I said this the other day. This is actually Jordan Peterson. But for the first time in human history, the spoken word is more or as effective as the written word. 
And so, hence the we get to do this podcast and people get to hear us speak. Uh, and so, it's just kind of uh, both humbling and empowering to think that you talk and people can just listen wherever they want to. Um, but print media is really suffering from that. And news media on the television is suffering from that. And what you see is a um, just based on the economics of the situation, because what's he trying to get? What's that guy ultimately trying to do who writes that news story? Well, I think he's trying to get a promotion. He's just trying to sell. Yeah, he's trying yeah, to sell subscriptions. I think he's right? trying to go work for Greenville News. Yeah, that's right. He's and just then maybe yeah. the Atlanta Journal Constitution. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are so many different but routes what, he can take. I guess what I'm saying is, is uh, hey, all these people acted very nicely is not a good story. And so he's in turn it should be a good story. Oh hell, it, hell, yeah. Well, I mean, should and shoulda, woulda, coulda. I agree, but but that's what. So he he's looking at it as, hey man, I got to sell this thing. This is how my kids eat. He ain't um, got no kids. There's no way a blind person wouldn't sleep with that man. This is the way I eat. Okay. Okay. So thank you. Um, I will clarify. But you understand what? So sorry, so, listeners. So also. you have a you have a you have an economic problem with news, and so now it's become. Um, better because you're competing. I mean, it's a 24-hour news cycle, and there's like six major networks that produce news, and everybody's getting their news off YouTube. So, you know, they're yeah. they're dying a slow death is what I'm saying. I agree. And it'll be, in, in, in 25 years, the, the American news media will not be anything remotely close to what you think it is now. Um, and, and it shouldn't be. And I think kind of formats like what we do um, on a very, very small scale. I'm not, you know, but but – um, you know, have you ever watched these panels like on Fox News or CNN where they'll have four or five people and they've got like four minutes in between commercial break and there's four people trying to argue about one point? You cannot do, you can't have any authentic kind of conversation that you can only argue talk, talking points. So I would say that is if you're listening to this, shame on you if you're watching those guys on Fox News, who are some are very intelligent people, all right, and you're watching that for and that's how you form that opinion and that's it. You know what I mean? Or CNN or MSNBC or whatever. They're all suffering from the same problem. And the problem is, is, is architectural in the way they present their story. So you can't really, and that's really, I, somebody was, ta- I was talking to someone on the phone and I can't remember who it was, but it was like, oh, they say in this on the news. It's like, turn that off. Yes. Yeah, really. Just do seriously. us all a favor. Turn that off. I mean, you can go look up the sources. Like we got, me and my buddy got in debate and I got, look, I mean, you can, if you want to find out about a news story, all you got to do is find their local newspaper. You know, if, you, if right. you're really interested. Now, chances are they're going to have some same bias or same problems. But, you know, it's not that hard. You hear this stuff coming over national media, and it's boiled down this, you know, this whatever. How many ever minute conflict is boiled down into a minute and a half segment? Of course it's just going to be talking points and people presenting their idea and trying to sell a story. So um, I think that's important to remember when it comes to all that stuff too. Sure. And I also think I can see the news suffering because I think, that people like control. So even if they don't listen to catfish and cornbread all the way through, they can press pause mm-hmm. and come back to it. The same way with YouTube or any other podcast, you know, yeah. they just have the ability to be in control and not have to sit and wait or even try to decipher what's being said. Yeah, they can pick and choose and come mm-hmm. and go as they please. And that's what I mean. Again, that's that's kind of the that's kind of the technolo- technological revolution I think we live in which is pretty cool. Um, and I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think with, you know, you know, nobody, nobody's multi-million dollar news organization is going to die a peaceful death. 
You need to understand right. that. So you're watching them all die. You're watching every one of them die. They're dying before your eyes. They're trying their best to, and um, they're trying their best to control all these different things and try to force these narratives. And they're trying. And, and so only the, the the last play is to, um, in my opinion, uh, cater to the person. You know, cater to the choir, so to speak. Um, and that's what you're all seeing them do now. And I don't care. You know, I don't care what you know. Anybody thinks about that. You, whoever argues with that is going to think they're watching the fair and balanced one or the one that's not presenting this. Presenting, you know, it's like, dude, yeah. you, there's too much information now. It's too readily available. You can listen to people talk, I mean, like nonstop. Um, I mean, you can listen to me and you talk for about, good Lord, we're going on about 25 hours of content now. Um, that's great. Where's the button? Clap. Come on. You're slacking. Tonight. My bad. My bad. Hold on. Let me see if I can. Thank oh, you. Yeah. That was wonderful. So, so 25 hours of content of just us. 25 That's, hours? Mm-hmm. What do you think? 20, 24 episodes, and some most of our episodes have been an hour okay. and a few minutes. So, oh, All right. I, didn't, I wasn't looking at that while I was thinking. I didn't feel like that was a lot, considering. But 25 hours? Dude. That's a lot. It's an incredible this amount of dedication. Yeah. We're committed to you people. So if you have any questions, concerns, or issues, you can always email us at catfishandcornbread34 at, at gmail.com. Yeah, I'm not as committed to you as Chevalier as I really enjoy kind of getting up here and blabbing in this mic, maybe so. Well, and I will respond to your emails unless they're directed. Yeah, unless they're directed for dr- to the Clay. white man. To the white no, no no to the white man. No, we're not doing this. To Clay. And then I forward them to him or tell him to log on and read them and then he can proceed however he chooses. I'm a little to disappointed do, so. that I didn't get a response back. This what do you want me to ask for a phone number? No, I don't want to. Oh, I would rather I mean, we could we could help with your disappointment. Yeah, I would much rather communicate through written because because misinterpretations. Well, because when you have something in writing versus spoken words, it may hold a little bit more weight. Yeah, in order to write, and I know that some somebody out there would say, "Don't that's take a jab at this I'm individual." Not, I'm not, okay. but 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 well, I'm not going to try to, but. <laughs> I don't think this is Java. I think this is just important. And somebody out there would say that's probably cheap that I can read it and I can respond in word. And I, I would accept that criticism. I also, you know, we have a podcast, so feel free to create one and we'll just argue. I don't know. But in when you write, and this is one of the reasons why I think what you do as a profession is more important than what a lot of people um, want to give credit. And when you write, you have to, there's a point, and I, I didn't really hit it till I was in college. But when you realize, hey, wait a minute, I'm not just trying to get a paper's worth of content here. I don't have to feel like 10 pages, double space, times New Roman, 12 font, or whatever it is, okay? So now you realize that there's actually, you know, you become a point, you have to learn how to really, really lay out your belief system if you write. And so that's the reason why it's so in, so important, in my opinion, um, to get those things written because it, it exposes the writing exposes a lot of the flaw in the argument, I would say. So that's, I mean, like I said with her, but neither here nor there, you know, Jordan Peterson says that um, he's got an instructional guide that you might want to look into. It's about how to write, how to develop thought. And it's literally how to write it. It's a writing workshop. I should look into that. Cause you know, I'm getting ready to start the upstate writing project. Yeah. So. But it, his 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 thing goes through, and it's like for free. It's all online, or I, it used to be free. I guess it still is. Um, but it's like you know, you develop these things. He said, 
Jordan Peterson said in his first book, Maps of, Maps of Meaning, he wrote every sentence a minimum of 50 times. Every sentence. And he said that he would write it, and then he would change it and see if it sounded better. If it changed, if it sounded better, he would take that, and then he would do it. And he worked on that book, like writing that book, for like four hours every day for a tremendous amount of time. Um, and it's a lot of time. But that's yeah. But that's also the reason why you can walk up to him and you can say something to him, and he can connect it in his framework of thought and right. plug it in, and then start giving you facts built off of that. Because that's because that's kind of the way his, his his structure is, you know. But anyway. Um, Thank you for that information. Yeah, y'all check it out. Um, no, I will. I am. I'm going to. So do you have anything exciting going on? School's out for the summer. School's out for the summer. Congratulations Wait. to the class of 2020. School's for those. out for summer. That was better. Did that do all right out there? Yeah, okay. that was much better. Thanks, buddy. And maybe that might be more your, your um, style. You know what your style is? Please tell me. Hater. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Constructive criticism is not hating. Fair enough. Um, school's out for the summer. Man, the high school league dropped down um, our, our summer. June 15th. Uh, us for us it's June the fifteenth. Um, I cannot begin. I don't want to get on this rant on here. I do not want to. I do not want to get. <laughs> but on you this know rant. what though? I got a for bad the, feeling about this. Oh, listen. Gosh. So I'm 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 gonna coach you through this. Yeah, can I? Help me. Can I? Can, may I? Yeah. All right. So listen. You can speak on it, but just do your best to remain cool. Calm yeah, and collected. Don't defeat your. You're already defeating yourself right now. You are not right. even willing to but try it. Okay, but, but listen, me, you know? it's not about. We're, I'm not changing you. We're changing your approach. Okay. Okay. So we'll if you're going to be shot. on air okay. and you don't want to like get all passionate, as I say, I'm finding my you, happy place right now. Okay. To you, um, we're just making an adjustment here. Yeah. You know, like so you can talk about it, and you have to understand like you don't have any control over the decisions that were made. You say that all the time, yeah. right? So now you get to practice that as you speak on this particular issue. Hey, okay. Well, hey, we'll give it a shot. Um, yes. Just so you know, like I'm, I'm the type of person who watches like UFC fights and tries to like maintain, like not be tense, like learning how to react. I can't do it. I've tried. But anyway, I, I, um, I'm going to love when common sense comes back into play um, in people's decisions, decision-making um, processes, process I, processes, all right, uh, whichever, you know, language you want to speak. Um, French. Uh, uh, como procevo? Oh. Is that right? No, that's not right. I don't think that's right, but it sounded good. <laughs> sounded good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, man, I, I just don't. Um, this virus is literally, I mean, it's, it, we've lost, we've, we've lost our 11 minds a little bit. I haven't lost mine. Huh? I haven't lost my mind. Uh, well, again, we, I agree. And I, and, 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 and I certainly promote the idea that the, the view of the person should be on the individual level. So, um, let me say, I support you in that, but I'm saying we, as a group, I, I think people are so scared of being litigated against and they're so worried 
um, in certain circumstances. Like we don't, like I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to. I don't know how to say. I mean, it's like you're doing now, a great now, let, job. Let me, let me say this: if you have job. a kid who is going to work out, the only place I can help control is Crescent High School, uh, Anderson, uh, Iowa, South Carolina. Okay, let me tell you, um, we will take every precaution that we I think this high school league could think of to protect them from getting this virus, um, which is a good thing. I don't want to act like that's a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. So, um, you know, and I, and again. I don't even know if I should say something like that because that puts me almost to speaking in like an official capacity. But I can tell you that the, the guidelines that they came out with in the high school league were very, very strict. I can tell you that it takes a quite a logistical operation to pull them off. Um, and we are happy uh, that, that we all work and live in a district that has the facilities and the ability and support that allows us to come in and do what we can do um, to continue you know, the development of our athletic programs. Um, but I, um, I, I don't understand, like, I don't know how you get around. Jimmy and Johnny are brothers. Jimmy and Johnny wake up together. They go brush their teeth, probably standing side by side. They get in the car and they come. And after they come, they got to be six foot apart. And like, you can't have a spotter. And I'm going, well, wait a minute. Could we? Is there any way, you know, like, cause I would think like spotting and, and, and we're blessed. I shouldn't be whining. We're blessed. We have like, you know, these nice racks that have self spot yes. racks in them and all this stuff. So a kid can still lift uh, without a spotter and, and work out really well, you know, and, and get his job done and everything. But like you, we teach to have somebody there with you to help, you know what I mean? And, and it, stuff like that just kind of, it just kind of blows my mind. But you know, it is what it is. I guess in order to try to make sure that everybody's taken care of, I just said everybody's got to be X amount of feet apart. So we don't care if these four brothers and they rode together or these all six of these kids ride to school together or if these kid parents said, look, I want my kid there because if he's not there, i got to be at work. He might be on the street. You know, all that type of stuff. So like we just throw it out the window. And and that's what – that aggravates me, man, because it's like, dude, we're, 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 re- we're really kind of abandoning a little bit what this purpose is. What, what are we having these kids in this for? How so? Let me ask you this because I haven't read the guidelines, and I probably should honestly, since I'm coaching football now. Are you really? <laughs> but how long will these guidelines be in effect? Because you know, like in the summertime, or especially when it comes to football, in relations to going full pads and equipment, all this other stuff, you you have to practice for X amount of days with yeah. helmet, shorts, you know, whatever. So like. How long do you think these parameters will be in place? Well, the way they did it, they rolled it. So it looks like they're going to try to use a three-phase system. Okay. But we do not know that right now phase one is indefinite. All right. So indefinitely you're in phase one, which is these list of criteria of restrictions, um, which is available on South Carolina High School website. We're actually going to create a packet and have, uh, you know, just distribute those to all the kids who want to participate in their parents. Because, again, I want, I want people to understand. It's like, you know, if you listen to me, and so many people are used to shoving you in the box. There's a group of people out here saying, this hard thing's fake, blah, 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 you know. And there's a group over here that's going, you know, put on your mask and don't come outside. And, like, I'm somewhere in between. I'm like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily think we need to shut down the world much longer, okay. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to act like, you know, it's not important. I mean, certainly if we shut the economy down or, or, or decided not to go to school for a semester, there's something that needs to be taken seriously about this. But again, and you know, you talk about that news cycle and, and it's like, I mean, 
you what? I looked the other day, and I can look. I don't have my phone right now, but look right now and see how many news stories you got related to COVID. And I couldn't find one uh, the last time I looked on my news uh, app. I don't watch or look at the news. Yeah. I try to look at the news headlines on the news app, Apple, to see what they're trying to brainwash me with every so often. Um, but, I mean, it's like, I mean, a month ago, that was all we could talk about. Uh, now you have the the tragic killing of a, um, George, Floyd. George Floyd, a black man in handcuffs. And now we're not talking about, you see, like, it's, it's, it's something at foot, man. They something, they, they up to something. And maybe, you know, they, you mean the government? I mean, somebody. I don't Big know who brother. it is. Yeah, I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's the government or I don't know if it's... Uh, 1984. I don't know what it is. But somebody's up to something. When, 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 it's, when it's every day, every news station, you're listening to the governor come on once a week and shut down. Everybody's watching it. They got the sign lady up there making all the goofy faces. Listen, when that's as prevalent as it was, and then all of a sudden, bam. And, and in my opinion, it kind of shuts down. And I don't want to turn into a conspiracy theorist because that's not – I got a little bit of that in me, but not a whole lot. But You would have loved being in my mythology class when I talked about conspiracy theories. You talk about students getting fired up. I used to just sit at my podium. Just listen to them go. <laughs> and just let them go. Very knowledgeable, and I always loved it not to interrupt you, but they always did their research, you uh-huh. know. And so – and sometimes they – Definitely, definitely went above and beyond the expectations. It's, if people ask me, like, I didn't necessarily love teaching mythology, but my units on pirates, exceptional. Oh, yeah. Conspiracy theories, phenomenal. Like, they're in my top three. My third one would really? be African American mythology because it's really fun. What um, is uh? Now you might have teased me something real quick because I don't. Know, I don't even. I'm not. I'm not even good with uh, Anglo-American mythology. What we call that Greek mythology? Yeah, there's okay. no Anglo. <laughs> Wouldn't that be? Can you put a laughing person on that too? Yeah. What a. Okay, thank you. That was just fine. What would I just be? That's what would I be? What What do you mean? I mean, you're not a Greek god, if that's what you're asking. No, I'm certainly not. I'm saying like, um, you said African-American mythology. Yes. So. African-American mythology, these stories are told orally. Um, and uh, so when given this unit, like, instead of my students are used to writing their own creation story, their myth story, because when we talked about Mesoamerican mythology, that's what we did. But when we moved to African-American mythology, it wasn't about writing. It was about speaking yeah. um, and animation and being filled with passion. And so I would always um, start by telling some story, you know, just to. So my question to you is, are, are they written now? Is there a group of like, is like I can study African American mythology? Yeah. I had no idea absolutely. I could do that. Yeah. You really? Uh-huh. I might do so it. Was, I'm going to write that down. Um, African American. And some of the stories are really, really good. Oh, I um, bet. They're phenomenal. I bet. Yeah. So there's nothing. I mean, always. if you watch like a comedian's act, I've said this before, but by the time you see it on the, the Netflix special, He's performed that act probably 300 times. Sure. And so, like, it's like, and you you, t- you listen to some of these guys talk, and they're, like, in their storytelling, they can put the emphasis on the different words to get a laugh at a different time. They understand right. it that well. So I love the idea of, like, oral tradition. and Yeah, so then you would now. love that. Yeah. You would absolutely love it. But I, I, knew, I didn't even realize that was a... 
So when we talked about conspiracy theories, that's when you were talking about that, it just brought back memories to my mythology classes because they were definitely an, an eccentric group of students. Um, and later on in the year, it was, I, as a teacher, I felt like it was more of a dumping ground if a new student came, um, which was fine because it was kind of, I took that class as a project-based or project-based learning class. So it wasn't so much about me like giving a lecture as it was about them like discovering things about this particular culture. Um, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Conspiracy theories, I would say if my kids had to like fill out some type of questionnaire, it would either be that or pirates will be one and What two. would be one of the better conspiracy theories you listened to while you were in there? You don't remember any of them, I because it for me. Did you get a lot of like the Earth's flat? Yes, and I try to listen with the intent of understanding, but because I'm also the facilitator in there, and people are a lot like you and me, I should say, not just put you in there. They get like so um, passionate about their beliefs that I have to like then like do crowd control. Yeah, like you, you got to because that's when people's personalities like really come I out. Like I think about like some of the quietest, bashful students that were in that class, but when it was their time to present, like they was like having the eye of the tiger, like they were just roaring. But you don't remember any of their like, conspiracy theories? Like no, um, Colby, and I can say his name. He's a great kid, very smart. He was in the class, and he was only supposed to present one. I think he and he came into class like. Mr. Brown, I mean, you really can't be upset with me, but I have like seven. <laughs> it's like someone that wasn't. He's was like, no, and I, I, I'll go all day. Like, if no one, no one else wants to go, like, I will talk about all seven of these, and I dare someone argue with me about them. Is there a so, conspiracy theory out there that you hold to that you think might be true? I don't think so. None you can think of. Never seen know. aliens before. No. Bigfoot does not exist. What about you? JFK was shot by the guy from Long Island. Oh, that away. was one yeah. that someone talked about. The 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 conspiracy theory. I don't know if this is a conspiracy theory, but the one that really there's only one that really freaks me out. Which is the Elon Musk, uh, and I, again, I don't think this is labeled a conspiracy theory, but the Elon Musk's idea of did I say that right? Elon Musk's idea of artificial intelligence. Dude, that like, freaks you out. Oh yeah. Well, have you heard what he? I mean, have you, have we talked about what he's doing? Like, uh, this dude's like really freaky to me. I don't know. He 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 created a company called Neuralink. Do you okay. know what Neuralink? And Neuralink, they cut out a piece of your skull, right? And then they run a like a probe into your brain. And the idea is that it's an interface to help operate off your brain. All right. Um, and so. But if you listen, that's not that, that right there. I don't know that I'll ever get that to work or they won't get it to work. I, I, I'm not as, as crazy as that sounds. That's not what petrifies me. What petrifies me is you back up the story like three months and it was almost like, and I don't want to put words into his mouth, but the way I interpret it is, hey, I told everybody in, in the government how, how crazy this was going to get if they didn't put some kind of restrictions on this, uh, on this um, artificial intelligence. And since nobody told me, I'm going to try to jump out there and take the front on it because it's, like, really that bad. Like uh, the Terminator scenario, you know, where you're going to create these machines and these machines are going to take over. And everybody laughs. 
everybody laughs until you go riding down the road. And I'm, I don't know if I've ever shared a story with you about the first time I realized that that bugging device that you're typing on right now, um, how much it's paying attention to everything you do. Yeah, we talked about that. When I was riding down, I was like, man, I need a massage. And yeah. then the next day, it's like, say, hey, get a massage, just massage envy right here. You know, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then you start talking and you see it. And then, I mean, I got proof. I got tangible. We went to the dump the other day to take some stuff. And the guy there said, I think they're listening to me. That's what the guy at the dump said. I said, really? He said, he said, yep, every time I talk about something, ad will pop up right on my phone there. That happened to me. My friend was talking about um, furniture covers for his couch. And I was like, oh, you probably could go to Target. It wasn't even on my phone. Yeah. I get home, check my Facebook. What are the ads? Furniture covers. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It's listening like, to you. So the person who's listening to me, I need, I need you to find something else to do. <laughs> really. <laughs> When they figure out the algorithm, you know, I mean, have you seen, did y'all, like, this stuff's always interested me, and I, I didn't realize how big of a dork I was until probably I got older. But, like, the, the computer, Watson, go watch that thing play Jeopardy, and then tell me you stand a chance when it learns how to fire AK-47. <laughs> I mean, like, they put, what's his name, Ken Jennings, and then some other super-duper nerd. Uh, Clay Wiles. No, uh, way worse than me. I'm talking about a guy who like unbuttons his shirt down to the third button and tucks his tucks his button-in shirt up with no belt. You know that type uh. dude. <laughs> and he's up there. Hopefully, and, that's not if you. And to if it's one of you, put a belt on. All right? I'm trying to be your friend. Um, <laughs> but they, um, he's up there, and, and that during that they they taught the computer through algorithm to understand speech, run a search, and pre and predict based on the way the search response res came in, what the answer would be, boil it down to three answers, and then give a probability to the one that they thought was right. And the, the computer didn't get all the questions right, but it was not even, like, it wasn't even a fight. It was a two-day event on, uh, on Jeopardy years ago. Watson, look it up. Je Watson plays Jeopardy. Watson plays and, Jeopardy. And tell me, you stand a chance. And, and talking about me personally, the guy who can't figure out what type of cheese he wants when he's standing right in front of the thing. Tell me I stand a chance against a computer that can calculate like that the minute it learns how to do something. Why do you struggle with cheese? I don't know. It's just like, do I want this? Do I want sliced? Do I want shredded? Which ones Where, do I want? Like at Subway? No, like in front of a little cooler and if I'm buying stuff, like sometimes. You're kidding. You don't, you don't do that? Like if you're trying to buy something, you're like, do I want this one or do I want that one? And start comparing them. And then it, it's the reason why I don't like them little Coke machines. You know, them stupid little Coke machines I got with all the choices. Yes. I don't need that many choices. All they do is, guys. all them jackasses do is ruin my life. Because <laughs> I sit there and I'm like, okay, I want, well, I wanted Diet Dr. Pepper, but I didn't know if I wanted vanilla in it till you put it up there. Thanks a lot. Okay. And then, so I sit there and then usually I'm behind the lady line. who never, ever understands how to work it. So you have to help them. Well, yeah, and it's like, well, do you, okay. Just give them water, because do you, you want, don't know how to work this, you can click the water. Do you want Sprite? Okay. Do you want Diet Sprite, Sprite Zero? Okay, you want you want regular Sprite. Okay. Do you want it with lemon in it, with lime, with orange? What? Do, how do you, you know, I hate those things with a passion. I'm sorry. I don't even like going to places that have them. No, they have it at Five Guys. Don't say don't, you don't like Five Guys. I don't go to Five Guys. Not in a long time. We should take a trip. No. We'll just, we'll just 
you already have your mind made up. You don't, you won't even have to go to the drink machine. If you want a diet coke, that's what I'll fix. A diet coke. That way, I'm helping you with this process. <laughs> you move my, my, and you're just gonna go sit at the table. I can't be the only it. one that feels that way though. And maybe you're not. Do you feel that way? No, I don't. You just go up there and click because all the I buttons. know what I want. No, what do you I, want? I if I'm getting it from that type of machine, it's probably just Dr Pepper. I don't need vanilla, cherry, whatever. Just all 23 flavors of the regular Dr Pepper. I don't. I don't have a problem making choices like that. Dude, I'll sit there for. I'm like, gosh. That's what I'm saying. We're gonna go. You're not gonna go to the drink machine. You're gonna sit down. We'll just get you a diet. Guys. The five Coke. guys still have like the, the, the stack of potatoes making the aisle. They do, but now because of COVID, they're already like packaged in little brown paper bags, which is I I don't like that because I think it's more wasteful because there's still a lot of peanuts in there and just people aren't gonna eat that many. Yeah. I wonder if people just go in there and sit and eat that. Do they? If I've got, they have peanuts too. Uh huh. I ain't, man, I haven't been to Five Guys in years. Oh, you need to go this week. I don't know. Go this week. You have graduation on Wednesday, right? Is graduation Wednesday this week? Or Thursday. The 11th, whenever that Thursday. is. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Is it in the morning? Um, I think so. Yeah, I would say so. Well, maybe you could go for lunch. We're, we're thinking about going to Maki Wednesday night. Um, I was invited. I know, that's what I was saying. Cat, catfish and cornbreads live at event Maki. at Maki. If you want to come by and check us out, we'll be there. We can sign your favorite book or something. Yeah, Shavai, you can sign your favorite book. Clay will also. He's not above that. I'm not above it. So what if you're out on the I street? I think I'm a little bit below it. What if you're out on the street um, in Anderson and someone's like, oh, you're the person that does catfish and cornbread with Shavaye or Brown or whatever. I'm going to say, yes, sir, and I'm armed. So please um, do not attack it's me. It's like, why were they attacking you? Huh? Why were they attacking you? All the people love so, you, man. They hate me. They send me they, hard. They send me What if they're like, can we get a picture with you? Oh, I would definitely. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I would. Good. I mean, okay. Yeah, I'm not. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's likely. Maybe. We are up to almost, <laughs> what are we at? Like 17, 1800 listens yeah. now or something, right? We're almost at 2000 mark. If you ever text and called me or sent me a picture of a fan, <laughs> Target or some random place. We're gonna have made it when we get there. We made it. Get my picture. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! That do you know how horrible fine. I would feel? Like trying, like. Why would you feel horrible? I don't know. I just don't feel like that's like. I don't know. You shouldn't feel horrible about that. Well, you know, first of all, like to get for my wife to like stop what I'm doing, for me to stop what I'm doing, take a picture with her. She's like, oh God, I want to ask you again today. Okay, can you just take? Can we just take this one picture? We're like on vacation or something. But I've always been kind of anti the whole picture thing. You're just anti, period. That's not true. I'm very pro like individualism. But here's what I always said. This, and I want you to hear me out. This is I'm my logic. Listening. All right, this is my logic. I think it's good logic. Okay. Sure, you do. Or otherwise, you wouldn't claim it to be yours. Very good. So we go to insert fun place. We go to. Whitewater. Whitewater. We go to Whitewater in Atlanta. We're going to do a little fun part. And, dude, we're walking around. We're having fun. We're sliding up and down. Now, where we remember it, we got to stop everything we're doing. We got to all huddle up, and then we got to take a picture. And, like, as a kid, I remember going, 
I'm having so much fun, and y'all want to ruin this by stopping what I'm doing where I can take a picture and never forget this. Now, I understand picture taking is a lot easier these days, but I'm just telling you, it's always rubbing me the wrong. I'm like, dude, we're having fun, and you want to stop it and ruin it by sitting here, and then everybody's got to fuss, and then everybody, somebody's got their eyes closed, and then can you see me, or do I look good, or I want to stand next to them. I'm just like, dude, it ain't me. I'd just rather keep on going and have a good time. So, well, you need to make memories. You can I go agree. back and look at them. I do. That's I do. All. Oh, I think so when, I make plenty of memories. But I mean, like, you need to capture those moments. Oh, I disagree so, with that wholeheartedly. Most of the moments that I cap, that, 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 that most of the moments I have, I do not want captured. If you're having fun at Whitewater, <laughs> I'm having fun okay, at Whitewater. So I don't want listen, it captured. But it's not just simply, it's not always about what you want. Okay. That's the that. message that I'm sending you. I agree. So if Amber wants to take a picture, a few times, I'm not going to say too many times, but a few times, you should just put your biggest, best smile on. I do Keep that. it moving. I do that. Okay? Because one day, you're going to develop these pictures, and your kids or grandkids may want to say, Papa C, whatever they're going to call you. Um, no, Norm MacDonald <laughs> does a whole bit on this. There's no way. It was like, it's like, it, you know. Yeah, you're going to be Papa C. Yeah, whatever. 70 years ago, you're like, look. Here it was me and my grandmother. Well, there's one picture of grandmother and grandfather. When I get ready to talk to my grandkids, it's going to be like a collection. Well, here, here's 357 pictures yes. from the day we went to Whitewater. Sure. And everybody's going to be like, it sucks. There's pictures everywhere. We know, and it's not going to be, They're not as gonna good. be that way. No. Yes, they are. No, I disagree. Make well, a I mean, book. Yeah, I agree. You may disagree, but, but, but they may be that way. You become the things you see over and over and over again, you become numb to. So it's, it's not, like this it's is not, July the you're third. You're sharing a story with your grandchildren. Yeah. So they're they be, didn't see those things. Instead of looking at one picture and be like, "Oh, that's cool," and I'm going to cherish that. They're like, "We got sixty thousand of them." No. Oh my gosh. That's what they're going to say. You're so cynical. I'm not saying that, dude. Would you think they're there was anything special? They may not look at all of those pictures, but they would be able to like see the moments that you were happy. So is one picture special? Would one, if you had one, is that way more special than sixty thousand? There's no doubt, right? No. Uh, you don't. You don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I think you're just trying to. I've got you into an intellectual corner here. You don't. I'm to, not in a corner. The corner, if I'm, if anything, it is just you need to seize the day. Okay? I agree. And take the picture or pictures. I disagree that taking a picture okay. is seizing the day. Okay. I don't think when they wrote Carpe Diem is that what the, is that what that means? Uh huh. I don't think anybody was talking about getting it on record. They say, man, you go well, live you your can. life. Yeah, you can. Yeah. And if that's something you want to do again, I know you're a big picture taker. Don't is that why that you're so sensitive about this subject? Well, I'm not sensitive about it. I just don't want you to A lot always... of people are gonna be forming their own opinion right now. Sure, here. and that's perfectly fine. I'm okay with it. But I'm talking to you and I don't want your vision to, to I don't want you to have tunnel vision. Fair enough. Is all. I'm not saying your vision is skewed, but I just don't want you to have tunnel vision. That's it. I agree. Maybe one day I'll look back on the 60,000 pictures I didn't take and have regret that I was living my life instead of taking those pictures. Um, anyway. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but that is that is really it with me and pictures. Okay, well, so, that's fine. Do we need to talk about what happened last week? Because I'm sure there's going to be some people like, we you can talk about what happened last week. I was in the groove Living my best life up here. In an effort of equality, we was going to let Shavai hit the record button because I normally do it. That is false. So you need to make a different statement. Um, I didn't hit record, and we talked, and I felt like we got like <laughs> we got like forty five minutes. 
we got like 45 minutes of good content. It was I great. Content. I mean, I thought it was it like was awesome. Great. Like we didn't plan that. We just got up here and started rolling. We said we we're going to talk about anything negative. And I looked down and the record button's not red. It's still green, which means red means just record. So, uh, Shavai said, <laughs> I was I'll see you next week. <laughs> he got up and walked out. And he took a picture to remember the moment. So it's kind of weird. I don't. I did. I took a Snapchat and I sent it. I don't, did I send it to you? Um, I definitely sent it to Amber. What did it say? When, <laughs> when Clay forgets to hit record? Something to that effect, for sure. Well, in, in, in Clay's defense. And Clay was sincerely apologetic, oh, man, for I sure. Felt horrible. Which he really shouldn't have felt that badly about. I mean, um, it, it is what it is. People make mistakes. The, uh, but that's the first one we've had since we went to this machine. Yes. So, and that was just a tech, that wasn't the machine's fault. That was strictly operator error there. Who was the operator? Me. Okay, thank you. Uh, Let's just make that clear. I got you. Kick a man while he's down. No, you're not down, but just we just need you to be more precise. Yeah, a little, little, little. Yeah. But That's anyway, all. I'm glad you got the opportunity to go to uh, the protest. I'm glad the protest was peaceful. Um, I hope that I, I would hope that out of this, I, I think. One of the things that I see when, when I try to watch some of the coverage is that there's a lot of people trying to hijack this deal, um, turn it into different things. Um, and I, I, just, I think there's just a lot of ignorance. Is there, is there always that much ignorance or is it just because I'm looking? I think it's because you're looking. Because I would say anybody, like, to incite right now, I think would be foolish. All right. To pacify right now, I think, would be foolish. Um, and I can't say that any clearer. I don't know. And I feel like there's a lot of inciters, and there's a lot of people who want to pacify situations, and there's a lot of people who don't want to call things what they are. Um, and it creates a tremendous amount of problems. And... I hate that. I hate that because there's there's a guy who's dead, whose family, in in my estimation, my opinion, deserves justice for that death. And, I mean, I've listened to some arguments that say when they bumped it up to murder two, they just created a new burden. It's going to be hard for them to prove. And, see, that that's the type of stuff that I think really can become detrimental. I don't know if about, enough about the law to even know that that's true or not, but um, his family deserves justice, I would say. I would say that's pretty simple to kind of watch and understand and see. And um, I, I, I would say I want them to get that. Yeah, I, I think that I hope that's what most people well, I'm not going to say everybody because I know that's not true. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, nothing's true about everybody. But I would definitely say, I mean, like, I don't think you, I think if you lined up a thousand people, you'd be hard-pressed to find one that said they did not want justice. And that's what I say. When I say that, it wouldn't be hard to find out of a thousand. I mean, you'd have to corner them. I mean, you'd have to say, no, 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 I understand. I understand what you're about to say. There's there's 30 different views of, of this and that. I understand all that. Let's, let's not even talk about that. Do you want justice for this man? And I think, I mean, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find one who said no. But 
you won't be hard pressed to find something says somebody says something insightful or brings up a I would say like a like a silly you know what I mean I mean you read Facebook I've read some of that stuff I think that bothers me that you've read some stuff on Facebook yeah on whose Facebook I don't want to talk about names, but you know what I mean? Like you read something and you're just you like, you mean like people's statuses. Yeah. And it's like, dude, did you really, is that, is that productive right now? I, I'm not even saying it's false. I'm just saying like, well, Candace Owens, you know, and I'm, I'm a huge follower of Candace Owens. You roll Jaws. You don't like Candace Owens? No, I don't. Uh, I love Candace Owens. I think Candace Owens is a great. I one. like her as a person. Well, do you like her or do you not? It's okay. But I don't, her most recent video. I, you didn't like that. Did I you watch it? I didn't watch all of it. I think I already told you that. You told me you hadn't watched any of it. I didn't oh, know. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. But just... like, but but even even that, I'm not. I understand what she's saying. I'm just going ah ah. <laughs> she needs to keep it. I'm not going to say that. Well, I don't because think... you know why? Because I I do believe that everyone has a right to utilize their voice. Yeah, but you certainly so, can disagree with her and it be okay. But I, I do. Yes, yeah. sure. But what I'm saying to you is, is I think her. I think her position is very very well thought out it's very supported by data it's like it's a reasonable position for somebody to hold and 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 maybe this is just me not being involved in what her her kind of ideology or her belief system is but i just go golly i mean i understand what you're saying and i think she kind of takes a middle of the road approach too she's like dude i think you know they need justice um, what, what, did, what did you not like about it? You don't want to talk about it? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. You're like a sad puppy dog now. I just wonder what you don't like about it. Like, I, I, that's truly. No, I understand. Maybe we can talk about it another time. We can. I just don't want to empower Candace right now. Yeah. Give I'll, her. She's got like a. 30 million. She just got kicked off Twitter. Did you see that? Good. Thank you, Twitter. There you go. Silence and opposition, man. Did you listen to uh you listen to any Mike Render, Killer Mike? You listen to his stuff? I did. Um I, I listened to him and the mayor of Atlanta. Listened to her. Um and I, I appreciated her stance. Thought that she was very authentic, um, and even though she's an elected official, like you can tell that she was coming from a very sincere place of being a parent, yeah, of uh, of, of African American boys. Mm-hmm. You know, you could hear that in her in her voice. Um, so I, I appreciated both of them. And then you know, I, you probably saw this that um, Kanye. Donated $2 million to George Floyd's daughter's uh, college fund. Yeah, Floyd, um, Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather paid for his funeral. Mm-hmm. I sent you that Kanye, Kanye is like on the come up. and He's never been like down, but, you know, let's turn over this new leaf. Is he still, make, is he still on the Make America Great Again train? You mean like a Trump supporter? Yeah, you didn't know that about I Kanye? Would, I would say definitely not. You didn't know that about Kanye? I, I knew that vaguely, uh-huh. um, but that's not what I meant by when I said he's on the come up. I know. That's the reason why I was shocked. His faith. Okay. Um, 
So, what? Mm. That's what I meant. I know. That's re- I was shocked that you said he was on the call. I thought he might have like this. Did you listen to Lil Wayne? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Need to listen to him. I need to listen. I mean, I've listened to Lil Wayne music. You I mean, mean his speech? Or you need to listen. To, he or, did it on. He did an IG live. Okay. Uh, I only know what that is because I read it in the article when I watched it. I was about to say, look at you. I know. Social that. media. Um, and Facebook, then, Snapchat, and now you're talking about IG Live. He's got a, uh, he's got a podcast um, that he does, like a radio let's, station. Let's, we should get Lil Wayne. I'd love to have Lil Wayne on Cornbread. I'm going to reach out to his publicist. Yeah, you ought to. Um, but Killer Mike was on there. Okay. And they were talking about it, and they were talking about different things. Um, and, I mean... Uh, Dwayne Carter held a very special view as to what people should do. That's what I'm saying. I think, again, I don't want to be dismissive of anybody's ideas, and I want I don't want people. But I think I think what we get a lot out of these situations is agree with me, or you're part of the problem. I think that's dangerous. That is very dangerous. Yeah. and I mean I don't and I don't subscribe to that. That's the reason why I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, certainly there's some. There's some certain things, but I think that's that's where a lot of this comes from. So it's, you hear these all the time. It's like you should accept this premise and and uh, help us deal with it. And I'm going, well, that's only true if the premise is true, you know. Um, and so I don't know. Like they took down, and you, and you start. There's a guy named Tim Pool, man, and he's about how he does a lot of things on how Twitter is so one sided. He's pretty fun to listen to, but. I don't want to get into all that stuff. Yeah, but like, I don't. Well, yeah, that's what I, I don't think Twitter is one sided. They are very much. So go listen to Temple. I'll go listen to Temple. But I mean, it's just one way. But anyway, you posting? You got a Twitter? Are I you? have a Twitter. No, no, I hadn't logged in on it in years. Probably. Really? I, I don't even have the app on my phone. Well, why would you? How do you make the declaration they're not one sided then? Out of curiosity, I'm not saying you don't have the right to that opinion. I was just oh, well, because I, I know people who tweet who have various views, worldviews. Um, so I, I would say they're not one-sided. Hmm. Well. That's what I said. That makes good sense. Anyway. So tell us something funny. Well, this, this is only funny because I... The post itself is not funny. It's who posted it. So my friend, Josh Crow, let me tell you, Josh is one of few people who literally gets under my skin. Like he can just tick me off. But I would never like harm him. Um, <laughs> so Josh, if I, you're listening, you're safe. Yes, he knows that. Well, today he makes this, he went to a protest in Atlanta today. Uh-huh. Josh is a white guy. Um, and so he made this like sweet long post about our friendship. Um, <laughs> it was very well thought out and it was insightful and it's great. It was a wonderful gesture and I am very grateful for it, but he always likes has to take a jab, you know? So he starts off with, I won't read the whole thing for sure. But he says, this is my friend Shavaye. Shavaye is a badass. And aside from the time he had to grab the back of my jersey to slow me down from beating him in a 40-yard dash, he has always been a badass. <laughs> I'm just like, 
Did you have to grab his jersey? No, first of all, that never happened. Secondly, he also, and so that's why I'm laughing, because he also tells the story of us playing basketball one-on-one. So Josh is like, maybe he's 5'7". I don't know. He's a little kid. He took Um, you to the rack. He says that he, like, crossed me up and I fell out of my shoes and all these bogus things. Now, I will say this. When we did play basketball, he definitely didn't cross me up. But I was coming from cross-country practice also. Uh-oh. And I did. <laughs> I got a bad feeling about this. Uh-oh. He's already started I with d- the excuses. No, it's not an excuse. He definitely didn't cross me up. And, and in fact, when this happened, I think I had the ball. Um, I did Hey, fall. let me tell you something. You know the kid's good if he crosses you up and you got the ball. Uh, no. Definitely not. That's great. Uh-huh. You don't get much better than that. So... My shoes were talking a little bit. You know what that means? Yes. Like the sole, the bottom. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So I grew I up poor. I know what shoes talking about. All right. About. So, all right. So I tripped. And. So he made you fall. He, no, he did not make me fall. So you, so your excuses are cross country practice and shoes talking. You yeah. fail. I don't even have on basketball shoes. And you're upset that he said he crossed I'm you not up. upset. <laughs> Dude, how many years later are we and you're bringing this like up? like 21 or so. So we're 21 years later. Right. You're still talking so about anyways, cross-country practice. The point is, every time I see him, he loves to like tell this these two stories. First of all, he couldn't beat me in a race. Then he definitely couldn't beat me now. Uh, and he also knows like basketball just bless his heart really at the end of the day bless his heart but so the post in itself was great it was a wonderful post um and i told him thank you and that i love him and i appreciated the post so but i responded to his post and basically said i was grateful for your friendship though a small portion of your message isn't true and i put in parentheses you already know what, what that is his response back was you're right I think it's been 21 years because he put 20 at first. Mm. And I'm just like, I can't even deal with him right now. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. But I do, I did appreciate um, his post. That was nice. And I would have gone with him. He did invite me, but told him I already had plans. But that's about it. All right. Well. Uh, Josh, please send in a. I know Shavai probably took a picture of him getting crossed up. I feel like shoes, I feel like so. Josh has a video of this for some goodness. reason. He, I, hope he I don't does. know why Josh, we wouldn't have recorded that video this of Shavai falling after you cross him up. Um, you weren't listening to anything that I said. I can assure. Oh, I heard everything. You I said. said I'm pretty sure I had the ball. So there was no way he crossed me up. Josh, I'm counting on you big time. Okay, bye. Well, I'm not gonna. Keep going back and forth with it. Josh, if you, you do have this, that video or anybody else has that I video, you say, can send it to us at catfishingcornbread34 at yahoo.com. Gmail.com. <laughs> Gmail. All right. If you have any questions, concerns, or issues, you can email us at catfishingcornbread34 at gmail.com.